Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Expresso Babe. I'm Lee and joining me is a self-professed buyer of used toilet paper. It's Callum. (laughs) Hello, sir. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me again. You're never going to live that one down, mate. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) One day it'll stop being funny, but that is not this day. Slip the tongue was all that was. We both had them occasionally. (laughs) I think you'll find. Yeah, but you can't repeat that one alive. No, I can't. No, so that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so, should we go over last week's riddles, Mr Callum? I think we should. Do you want to start? I'll start us off. Why not? So, my riddle to you last week, Mr Callum, was... We reach solemnly upwards when we lurk on the ground, wounding unwary souls where'er they be found. On tail ends we sit till a spark makes us rouse, flick the switch, let us feed, and bring life to your house. If I remember correctly, I said plug. You did say plug. And I'm delighted to say plug was correct. I wasn't entirely sure you folks would get that one. I know one of our viewers said plug as well, but I can't remember the names. I didn't put it. But we had Gary and Jessica both said electricity and aspiring nun said a light. The amazing thing is, I actually tried it on um, on a riddle blog on, on the internet as well. Yeah. And because there's a lot more American users than English, none of them got it for like 48 hours. Because their plugs are like those little two things that don't yeah. stick up. Yeah, so, two prongs. It's one of those rare rare occasions where being English is an advantage. All right, would you like my riddle, sir? I'd love to hear your riddle from last week, Mr Callum. Let's see if we've got it right. We shall. The answer to this riddle is simply clear. These types of beaches' waters are nowhere near. The skies are empty. It seems to me a guilt-free conscience is the way to be. Right. So I said, after a lot of uh, <laughs> agonising, because somebody slightly overthought it when they were getting through it. Um, yeah, I really overthought it. I was struggling with this one. And somebody, I can't remember who. Do you remember who? Either way, said clear. And the answer was clear indeed. Yes. So I really struggled with that one. Thank you for helping me out because I was massively overthinking it and didn't see the answer that was straight in front of me and literally in the riddle. Yeah. I mean, with my riddles, you've got to think Callum's not that smart. Yeah. Way to make me look stupid. But we got there in the end and you haven't caught up, sir. So I'm still a few ahead. You are. I don't know how many by, but But before we get into anything else, shall we go into next week's riddles? This week's riddles. This week's riddles. Not next week's. Yeah. Let's go into this week's riddles. Yes. Let's. Would you like me to kick off, or do you want to start us off one, as soon as you've figured out how your handwriting looks? Right. Are you ready? Lord of darkness, he seems to be. Master of words over me. Hater of sunshine and light. Garlic is my kryptonite. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> oh, you're a bastard. <laughs> Vampire Dracula says Foxfire, yes. I know that or me. <laughs> oh... Mm, no, that's rather amusing. Yes, yeah, so that's my riddle. It's going to be me, isn't it? <laughs> it might be. It might be something completely different. Master of... Yes. Now I know, need to know the inside joke, says Foxfire. Right, you can explain that, blower. The inside joke. Uh-huh. Well, um, it, it came to my attention that Lee is basically a vampire because he looks very young for his age. He hates sunlight. He hates garlic. So, ipso facto, Garlic is disgust. Ipso facto. Ipso facto. <laughs> Garlic is disgusting. The only reason I hate sunlight is because it's too bright. He kind of looks like one, says Chrissy. Not helpful, Chrissy. Not helpful. (sighs) Hello, Sarah. Christ, you've started everyone off now. How old are you, says Foxfire? You tell me. Yes, you tell him how old he looks. Anyway. Anyway. You tell him he's 65, says unholy cow. Not last time I checked, no. 
23. Damn, I like you. 32. Um, Ouch. I think if you guys add two zeros onto the end of all of your guesses, you'll be close. See, no one's going that old. No, no one's going that young anyway, apart from 123. 31 is the answer. Anyway, on to my riddle. Yes. Are you ready, sir? Nope, but it hit me. In name, Siesta's family of shrunken skin and nape. In body, born of cloth or tree, oft stained with grease or grape. Okay. Leather, says Nanon. <laughs> oh. Oh. This one's hard, says Chrissy. A skin stained with grape. Right, shall we go once more? Yeah. In name, Siesta's family of shrunken skin and nape. In body, born of cloth or tree, oft stained with grease and grape. Silk, says Cornish Maid. Oh, why have you got to come up with hard riddles, Lee? Mate, I was dead chuffed with this one. And it all makes sense. It all leads to one answer. <sighs> no, I'm really happy with this one. This one should... I'm hoping this one will be a stumper, because you lot guys always get it. Wool, says Cornish Maid. Paper, says Foxfire. Wood, says Cornish Maid. I've got, I've got too many answers. Bear in mind, Callum will be giving his answer to my riddle at the end of the podcast. And we will be giving the answer next week. Foxfire said wine. I just heard grape. I think that might be your wishful thinking more than anything else, Foxfire. Funny enough, look what I put at the bottom. <laughs> Francesca says true. Yeah, wishful thinking for the wine it might be. Mm. So we'll be moving on to our hypothetical in just one moment. As ever, we'd love to hear your answers. But one thing we do want to go over first. Yes. If we want to give a little shout out and some thanks to Unholy Cow. Um, who is listening with us today because she has at no charge bless her little cotton socks look at these little money pots with us on them it's really exciting so thank mm. you very much to Unholy Cow we will be tagging you on the rest of our um, socials as well because that is really really cool we are both dead chuffed with those every time someone asks you a couple just... <laughs> yeah, not a couple <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's really really cool so thank you again to Unholy Cow thank she puts you. together some amazing stuff if you get a chance, check her out. Right, going to move on to our hypotheticals today. Hypothetical. Hypothetical, singular. Hypothetical. Go on, master of words. Right. Are you ready, sir? This time, this week is my hypothetical to you. If you haven't listened to us before, effectively what we'll do is one of, them, one of us has the hypothetical question for the other. The person who's thought of it has to answer first to buy the second person a little bit more time. But we'll both be giving our answers and we would love to hear your answer as well. Right. So, here we go, Mr. Callum. Are you ready? Yes. They say, don't judge somebody before you've walked a mile in their shoes. So, my yeah. question to you, Callum, is if you could live a day in the life of one other person, who would you choose? Now, by that, I mean you just a day in their life. Mm. You don't get to take their skills back with you. So, if you said hypothetically, I don't know, a surgeon, mm. you can be a surgeon for the day. When you come back, yeah. you're Callum again. You're no longer a surgeon. You don't get to hold on to it. Okay. But you want to live. you get to live in the, the life of one other person for just one day. Yeah. to experience their life who are you choosing or what you can choose either a specific person or an animal a profession oh, or an animal if you want Ooh. and again don't forget we would love to hear your answers hello an to Brighton an, an astronaut says Ellie right so it is my hypothetical which means I have to answer first yeah neither of mine are particularly cheery but it's kind of it's the, the honest answers mm. zoologist says dawn physic so I'm going with either. So my answer, I'm either, I've got two, so I'm going to give them both because I couldn't decide between them. I'm either going with an MP, 
Because yeah. I want to know if these bastards are actually doing what they think is the best or if they're genuinely just selfish douchebags. Okay. Because yeah. part of me wants to believe, yes, they don't all go the way I believe, mm. which is fair enough. Not most, yeah. not everyone shares my beliefs. That's okay. But part of me wants to believe one of those people that hug pandas for a job. Um, part of me wants to believe they're genuinely doing what they think is best. And part of me believes they're just greedy <laughs> doing it for the money. So I want to know if that's true or which okay. one is true. The other one. It'd be, sorry, again, it's dark, but it's really interesting. It'd be really interesting to just spend a day in the life of someone like Harold Shipman or one of these other serial killers. <laughs> I want to know what I want to know what goes through these people's heads yeah. that makes them want to kill so many of their fellow people. I mean, Harold Shipman killed like two, three hundred people. I, mean, I want to know what makes your brain work like that and what your thought process is that makes you be that kind of person. Bit rich coming from a vampire. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. <laughs> I thought you was going to say Jack the Ripper. It's along those lines, to be fair. Mm. But, but let's be fair, Jack the Ripper is actually outclassed by some modern serial killers. Snoop Dogg. Just watch Mindhunter on Netflix. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a TV... I'm not a big TV person. More of one for a book. Very unexpected answer, MP, I can understand. It's Yeah, it's a bit dark, but I'd just love to understand the thought process. Anyway, Callum, I've bought you a little bit of time. Your turn. Um, if I had to choose something or someone to um, embody for a day or be in their footsteps I would totally um, just trying to give myself time to think of something Foxfire says I have a book for you on serial killers the problem is even if you read about them all you get is interviews and then you're still only getting what they've chosen to share you don't actually get yeah. to live the mindset or under- really understand it I'm going to go quite dark with mine as well oh good yes let's really depress everyone and I would like to be in the mindset of Hitler <laughs> what? I want to know what the hell he was thinking in his... Because you think about it, he had, obviously, the master race of Germans. Alleged. 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 Blah, but he wasn't even German. He was Belgian, wasn't Austrian. he? Austrian. Austrian, that's one. Austrian. It's like, how? How? I don't get it. I saw a team... I saw a... I, I watched something... I'm going to have to phrase this very carefully, but I watched something on TV where they were effectively kink-shaming Hitler. Yeah, it was really weird. Of all the things to criticise... And there are a great, great many. That is not what I'd choose. No. Anyway, moving swiftly on before we get ourselves banned again. That's worse than being a serial killer. <laughs> I had to admit, I thought of him as well, says Dora Huff. But then she went with Snoop Dogg. Never <laughs> kink shame, says Nanon. Yeah, it's a weird one. And it's just the weirdest thing to criticise him about. Like, of all the things, kink shaming is just not what I'd go with. No. Anyway, anyway. On, before we get banned. Again, before we get ourselves in trouble once again actually take back I'd pick Boris because I don't think he has the ability to think do you know in a weird way I think he's a little bit clever not super clever no he, he plays like he Burke. plays the buffoon yeah. he plays the buffoon very deliberately because then nobody expects him to make any clever calls and if everyone thinks you're a fool it's a lot easier to be clever and people just think it's a lucky a lucky uh, turn well if you think about it with Boris without going into too much detail I don't like the man but I think he's a lot I think he's when smarter he talks, than he lets he someone I don't trust like, him he always stutter and stammer like he doesn't know what he's saying yeah but, I don't know what but, we're going to do about this but when it came to Ukraine and he did his speech about that he did not stutter once mm. he did not fumble nothing he was like, perfectly like well spoken yeah mean? no I think I think he's a lot smarter than he lets yeah. on I don't trust him farther than I could throw him and have you seen the size of that man but I can't talk about that but <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, unholy cow. <laughs> sort this whole Brexit thing out. What, wait, hold on. You went well there. Was it Australian you went there at the end? No, there was like a. Out? No. no I don't know. It was like a. 
The stutter is a speech technique they teach you at private school. I got taught it too. Is that so? What, to buy yourself time to think or what? One of the apostles of Jesus. Who was your snowboard instructor? If you dig on your edge, you would fall out. When you said, ow, it sounded like that. <laughs> yes, my snowboarding instructor was great. The most angry South African in the entire world. <laughs> uh, right. But no, that's really interesting, Kirsty. Is that, that, so that's a, stuttering is a speech technique. What, for, for what purpose? Is it to buy yourself time or literally to look Probably. sincere or uncertain? I mean, what's the, what's the dealio there? You'd think stuttering makes someone sound unsure. Yeah, that's what I'd have thought. Unsure or unconfident. Or both. It's so you're not oh, deemed thanks. as a threat. Okay, so that, which kind of goes with his whole bumbling persona anyway, which I entirely believe he puts on. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, shall we go over our articles or shall we go over our news first? What do you reckon? Because I'm equally excited by both. Mm, I think articles. Okay. Well, I've got two shortish ones today, so shall I start us off? Yes. Right. Are you ready, Mr. Callum? Yes. Firefighters from two stations called to Poundland to rescue a pigeon. Glad the money's going somewhere. Yes, yes. This is money absolutely well spent. So, yeah, the poor little git was caught in the netting on the roof of the Poundland roof in Tunstall, which is a part of Stoke-on-Trent. It's a good job it was stuck on the roof, or the locals would probably have eaten it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And two full firefighting units were called out to rescue the pigeon. Uh, The operation took approximately one hour. There's not much more to say about it, I'm afraid, other than it took them about an hour to rescue this pigeon from two yeah. fire crews. The RSPC checked it over. No, it was released. Absolutely fine. Two I full just, fire crews to rescue one pigeon. I just... Surely can fly. Stuck in netting, dude. I'll just let it die. Stu- <laughs> wow! It's a pigeon. You're a they're, pigeon. They're robots anyway. They're not robots. <laughs> the pigeon is literally me. I At least f- don't climb onto the roof of Poundland, Kirsty. I think we should put a poll up. Are pigeons real or not? Of course pigeons are real. Yeah, some might think they're not. You know? Like this whole COVID thing was just them resetting the pigeons. This whole... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. This whole birds aren't real thing. I do not need to give that that particular school of thought any more <laughs> mileage than it deserves. So, pigeons getting saved from netting by firefighters. Yes. Many firefighters. Two whole squads. How much do you think that cost for the hour? <sighs> For a pigeon. I mean, you're talking driving two... It's going to be two full fire engines driven yeah. there. Yeah. Plus an hour's pay to... How many crew... How many are in a crew of fire? Five? Five, six. So probably ten firefighters. Maybe twelve. Yeah. And the fuel and yeah. the... Yeah. Water. Is it? Yeah, for one... Well, no, probably water. They need to spray our hose at it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Quick, let's get out. <laughs> no. <sighs> I did think they were real. Now I'm questioning, says unholy cow. No matter what... Yes. Pigeon, to be fair, pigeons are slightly I, stupid. I did think they were real, now I'm questioning. <laughs> pigeons get stuck in the shops where I live all the time, you just throw a towel on them. When they're on the roof, they're a bit... Three <laughs> grand, I guess. Right, my new story. Yes, please. Intimate toy advert joking about Prince Harry memoir has been banned. Yes, okay, yep. Right, here we go. Obviously, I have had to change the wording of his news article so we don't get banned. Okay, the company in question said the advert displayed at Clapham Junction train station was supposed to be humorous and make a point that not <laughs> not all family stories needed to be shared with the public. The, in, the intimacy toy in question is of gag of some sorts. That's all I'm going to say on that matter. Yeah. The description, a hint at Harry's new documentary on the real silence is golden, Harry. That's what the toy is representing. <laughs> like, mm. Anyway, 
Is there anything to go, else to go over in your article, Mr. Callum? Um, I could not go over anything else because... Yes. But it, it, to be fair, it's not in the great greatest of tastes. No, but it's, it's quite funny. I'm not sure if uh, Mr. Mr. Harry, strange fish though he is, needs special, special toys being uh, advertised by him. Presumably not with his permission. No. Anyway, moving swiftly forward, I have one more article to go over. Are you ready, Mr. Callum? Yes, I am so ready. Have you... I can tell you, have you heard of Boris Eldrickson? Presumably no. you haven't, because no. you thought it was an English name and it confused you. No. So, Boris Eldrickson, you definitely haven't heard of him, because he's you thought German. it was an English name. Yes, he's, he's German. German. Well done, I told you that five minutes ago. So, will it ring any more of a bell if I talk about this year's Sony World Photography Awards? No. No? Okay. So, the picture I showed you earlier, Callum. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's a picture called Pseudo- Pseudomnesia, the Electrician. Not sure why they name. So obviously I can't show you the picture because uh, it's, on, his it's phone. on my phone, which I'm using to live. There we go. Ellie's or Ellie's already on it. Yes. No. Ellie's got it absolutely spot on. So it was the creative open category of yeah. the World Photography Awards a few days ago, and Bro- Boris Eldrickson won with his with his picture that he put on. The thing is, thank you. After he'd won it and been been basically after he'd been told he'd won, he confessed that his picture had been co-created should we say yeah with uh, an ai simulation okay so that picture i showed you mm. is partially photographed and partially um put together uh, generated by an ai damn yes now he refused the award and effectively said that the reason he'd done this was to spark discussion about the, the providence of pictures like this yeah and the steps that need to be taken for the future of yeah. photography competitions in a later statement, Boris thanked the judges for selecting his entry and queried whether any of them had noticed that um, anything was wrong with these photos, pointing out that AI images should not be competing yeah. for awards against photographs. No. No. Because there's a bit of an unfair advantage there. No, though to be completely fair, um, the open creative category, according to the spokesperson for the competition, mm. does allow cutting-edge uses of various technologies and various things to put together. So actually it was still allowed within their rules. Yeah. But there's now going to be discussions... Yeah. about whether to separate the categories to prevent this kind of thing happening again. But if he hadn't said anything... Correct, he'd have won. And that would have been it. And they would have done, known anything about no, it? No, no one would have known any better. Why Shouldn't be allowed to... Ellie. Interestingly enough, an AI-generated image also won a US state art competition last September. So this isn't the first time this has actually happened. Some some, some photo and art students have, that have been queried have professed to worrying about the uh, reliability and the viability of actual future careers now. There's actually been some legal action taken against some of these AIs because they learn from I'm they sure. learn from like hundreds of thousands of other artists to put their art, art together. One thing is certain, though, um, with things like Reddit, mm. which has had users unknowingly pay real money for uh, intimate images of an AI-generated woman, um, the advent of deep, deep fakes, fake TikToks, so on and so forth. It's going to be a lot harder to figure out what is real oh. and what is not. It is an eerie picture, Nanon, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's getting harder and harder to figure out what's real day by day. I'm still I didn't, trying to figure out if you're real. I'm definitely not real. I'm a figment of my own imagination. Um, <laughs> a figment of my imagination, I that'd be weird. I didn't go into the Reddit thing um, just because it's not, yeah, it's not entirely PG. Because again, it was Intimate Woman woman intimate images of an ai generated woman but people genuinely paid money for the pictures mm. just to finish on boris by the way he wasn't punished in any way and his feet is more than welcome to 
more than welcome to compete in future competitions and is and has been thanked for bringing the issues into public discourse right shall we give our riddle answers before we go into our news riddle answers oh, yeah. Sh- yeah yep yep let's oh, give our riddle yeah. answers so we'll go over them once more to give you guys a chance to give to find Callum the answer because he sounds terrified. I'm and then we will be giving our own answers. So are you ready, folks? Not really. My riddle to Mr. Callum, and it's no good googling them. We've written these ourselves. In name, Siesta's family of shrunken skin and nape. In body, born of cloth or tree, oft stained with grease or grape. Right, Callum, do you want to go over your riddle once more now we've uh, yes, moved I would, to Deadwood? I would love. I'm still here, mate. Uh, Lord of darkness, he seems to be. Master of words over me. Hater of sunshine and light. Garlic is my kryptonite. It's me, isn't it? It's me? Yeah, me. So your answer is me? No, me. So your answer is me? Yeah. I think you're, I think you're bringing it up about me instead of a vampire. So your answer is me. As in me, yeah. not you. Your answer, yeah, but I mean, your answer is me. Well, I think it should be a vampire. Yeah. But I suspect you're taking in the mick and saying it's me instead. So you don't want to change your answer to Lee. You'd rather say me. You know when I'm saying me, I mean myself. Nope. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, yeah. Awesome. Right. Can you see those cogs turning? That is amazing. One more time? One more time. And then I need an answer, sir. Hello, okay. Gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> the things you say doing this. You said hi to me already, mate. Yeah, very good. Right, once more. Once more. In name, Siesta's family, of shrunken skin and nape. In body, born of cloth or tree, oft stained with grease or grape. Siesta. My guess might be bottle, but I'm not sure, said Kirsty. I'm going to say wine, that's the only thing I can think of. Okay, Callum is going with wine. Do you think he's right? Do you think he's wrong? I don't get how you get stained with grease, but maybe it's the making part, I don't know. Prune, says Con. I guess it is a dry bar. Shrunken skin. That, that's shrunk. You know what? I doesn't, I'm, I'll stop thinking about it. I'm just... Raisin, says Blaney Bop. Wool, maybe, says Dora Huff. I second Raisin, says Francesca, changing my answer from wine. Did you say grease or green? Grease, but not that kind of grease. G-R-E-A-S-E. Like when you grease pistons or machinery. Or like oil. Oil, yeah. Okay. Do you think you figured it out? I think... No, I can't change my answer. Well, you better let us know what you think it might have been. Is it olive? No. Someone else has said olives there. Uh, Wrong kind of grease. uh, All right. Anyway, my one... Hang on, I shouldn't have said no, to be fair. It's not, but I shouldn't have said it's not the answer, really. No. When you say siesta, is it a different meaning in your riddle or an actual definition? Well, it's a riddle, but in that context, siesta does actually mean siesta, yes. In name siesta's family. I do mean siesta literally, but in name siesta's family is a play on words of sorts. You're going to have to check out next week to get the answer. Mm. See whether or not Callum is right with, um, what did you say? Wine. Wine. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be whining when you, something to do with Italy. No. Why am I, again, why did I just do that? No, I don't know. Right, so our very exciting announcement, or at least exciting for us, is that we now have a website up. We do indeed. And some of our merch is actually available there. So obviously there is no obligation. We love having you here and we love having you taking part. 
But if you would like to do anything to support what we're doing, you are more than welcome to head over there. And we've got t-shirts, tote bags, and joggers. Feel free to pick something up. The to- tote bag has the shoop sheep thing on it, which is very yes. exciting for us. I thought it's hilarious. It is. It's very exciting for us, unholy cow. And the website, for those of you who would like to check it out, it will be popped on our various socials as well. But it is expressobabe.tmill.com. Don't forget, espresso is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, and T-Mill is T-W-E-M-I-L-L. Shoop sheet tote bag I'm in, says unholy cow. <laughs> They're awesome. I'm so excited about them. Mm, they do look. So, yeah, absolutely. We'll go over that once more when you get onto our contact list anyway, but please do check it out. Can I give my guess next week, says Kirsty. If you want to. As long as you get in there before we give the answer, you're more than welcome to. You can give it after we've given the answer, but everyone will already know what the answer is. Right. Right, so before we go into how to contact us, I have one more answer, uh, one more question for you and for our listeners, Mr. Callum, because we ended up chatting about it earlier, and I'd just like to throw it out as a query. We did. What Have there been, or are there, any songs you heard when you were a small human before you knew about Googling song lyrics to figure out the answers that were just completely off-piste, like mm. miles off? The yes. classic one for me would probably be from when I was maybe seven till when I was about 17 and thought to Google it. Brimful of Asher? Yeah. Brimful of Asher on the 45. I genuinely thought it was Grim Voodoo Badger. <laughs> Had I, no idea. Maybe we should make a remake. <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Dining Tables was mine. Yeah, Grim Voodoo Badger was just what I heard. I've got no idea why, but even now I can't not hear it, even though I know that's not the answer. I won't unhear that now. Um, my one was the Blue Dabbadee song. I thought they said in Aberdeen I will die. <laughs> I, I believe in Miko. <laughs> Excellent. Venga boys. Whoa, we're going to eat pizza. Yes. Yes, of course. Save the nation army couldn't hold me back. I thought it was 11 with arms right behind my back. <laughs> That's miles off. Anyway, right, anyway. let's go over how to contact us because I've already got an hour's worth of material I'm going to have to edit. You do. So do forgive us if we go over something you are already aware of. But if you're watching us on TikTok, you will know that we are on TikTok. Just search Expresso Babe the Podcast. We are live every 5.30 on Tuesdays. That's UK time. We are also on Facebook. Just search Expresso Babe. You can also find us on YouTube. Our latest... Well, at the minute we've got our outtakes up there and a few of the other little episodes... But keep an eye out, there will be more things coming up. And that is also Expresso Babe. Don't forget, Expresso is spelled E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. And there is a space between those two words. And we are also on Instagram, which is Expresso underscore Babe underscore. You can also catch us on email, which is hilariously enough a Yahoo. It started out as a joke and it's still a joke. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep going with it. Why not? See if we can run it into the ground. And that is Espresso.Babe at Yahoo.com got a website now as well you hope you remember the website address i do remember the website address we do also now have a website which is espresso <laughs> babe the podcast no it's not tmail.com no espresso babe no espresso.babe at tmail.com espresso babe dot tmail oh, okay right right so mr callum i think that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast so All that remains is for me to say that it's always a pleasure. And it's never a chore, sir. And we'll see you folks next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.